Yes, sir. Naeem Alford, who is the number five player in the 2025 recruiting class, just committed to Ohio State. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know your boy loves coming on here on a Monday talking about some big news, some fun news. And that's exactly what we have today as Naeem Alford is the latest player to commit to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Welcome in, Buckeye fans, to a Monday edition of Locked on Buckeyes here on Monday, February 5th in the year 2024. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. And today's episode is brought to you by our Locked on College recruiting sponsor, LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new Potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college terms and conditions apply. There are booms that happen every now and then, and there are big ones. Carter Lowe recently committed to Ohio State. That was a big boom. But when you get a player, the caliber of Naeem Offert, Forget the rating number five player in the recruiting class, the number one player in the state of Alabama. Forget all that. You watch this film, it's huge. And also this goes into Ohio State building a firm foundation for their 2025 recruiting class. Naeem Alford's commitment is big. Ohio State already has commitments from numerous talented young men. Zahir Mathis, the number five edge in the class. They already have a, a commitment from the number two corner in the class as well. And Devin Sanchez, the number four quarterback, the number 10 corner, the number nine offensive tackle. They already have great building blocks and a firm foundation currently. The class is not complete. There are only eight players that have committed to the class so far. But when you add this young man to the mix, a talented corner, also going down to SEC country. Down there where Nick Saban used to rule inside that state of Alabama. You say, oh, Auburn? Nope. You say, oh, Alabama? Nope. He's coming up to Columbus, to the Midwest, to play football? He's a Southern kid? Why Ohio State? There's a major track record of success at this position. Think about all of the guys. And I'm not just talking about recently, of a recent history. Go back 10, 15, 20 years. What does Ohio State always produce? Really good secondary play. Safeties, corners, it doesn't matter. Now, if you look at recently, it hasn't been the best under Ryan Day, which isn't all Ryan Day's fault. Some of that is player development, moving guys in and out of the coaching staff, getting the right guys in. And I do believe Tim Walton is the right guy for this point in time for Ohio State Buckeyes at that corner position. We'll talk about him later on in the show. But, man, this is huge. Talk about a firm foundation and direct impact of this young man committing to Ohio State. You're adding in three of the top 10 corners in the class. This is coming to you via 247 Sports Composite Rankings. Are already committed to Ohio State. Hard verbal commits right now. Zaheer Mathis, talented guy. I mean, Brian Smith has been coming on the show who has locked on recruiting analysts for quite a long time. He doesn't normally come on and talk about, hey, that dude's a guy when we're not already highlighting that player during that show. There's been multiple times Brian Brian Smith has said, hey, Zaheer Mathis, a kid from Pennsylvania, he's a guy, he's a dude. 
A. And Ohio State has them right now during a time period where Ohio State has been struggling at times to get some of those defensive linemen that are the top guys in the class. They're going to be impact guys. You're getting one currently was Zaheer Mathis. Has another year of high school football to play. Get to Columbus. Put on that Ohio State weight. Hit that weight room hard. Get that uh, nutrition program down pat and look at him in a couple of years after he comes to Columbus. We'll be looking at him, looking at him saying, assuming he stays with his hard rubber commit, look at him saying, oh, that guy is a dude. Just like Naeem offered this guy, when I watch his film, he is special. And I don't normally say that about a lot of guys coming to school or when I watch their film. I'm not one to come out here and say, oh, this guy is the best I've ever seen. Or this guy is this. Or this guy is that. This guy is special. And he's special in a way that I think is very rare. We're talking about a football player that is at the high school level. Because normally if you have a corner, he's good. He may be good in press man, but not good in zone. Or vice versa. You may have a guy that's good in zone, but not good in man. I've watched a lot of offered play recently, especially when I heard that he was uh, th- that it was a, a good possibility that he would commit to Ohio State. Started watching the film, started tapping into it, trying to see what make what kind of young man this is and why he has earned the title, best player in Alabama, number five player in the class. He excels, man. Hey, he's good. Hey, he, he, he mirrors the man very well. He can read and react. He knows how to keep his eyes on the quarterback, but still know how to stay with his man or inside of his zone, whichever way he is guarding. He is so good. It is not just one play. It's not just two plays. It's all over the place. And I can only imagine how opposing offensive coordinators, how opposing quarterbacks view offer when they hear that they're going to play Parker High School down there in Birmingham and say, oh, boy, oh, this ain't good, man. This ain't good. This is not good at all. We got to deal with that guy for four quarters on a Friday night under the bright lights. Oh, we, we better be on top of our stuff. We better do exactly what we need to do because if we don't, what's going to happen? We might get embarrassed. And over and over and over and over and over again, a pass breakup or an incomplete pass. Why? Because the receiver and the quarterback may be on the same page, but Alford was also on the same page they were on, and he found a way to mess up the rhythm between the quarterback and the receiver or a pickoff or a pass breakup or also things we have seen that I saw. He can return punts and kickoffs to the house. What does Ohio State desperately need right now? A guy who can return the ball consistently and makes good decisions when he's back there to catch the punts. Y'all can feel my frustration with that part of the show right now. I don't think Nichols going to come out right now. But, however, Caleb Downs can do it. Just recently transferred from Alabama. And then also, Naeem Alford, he can do it as well. A guy who in the 60, in the 100, the 200, in the 400, all Runs and he visited his ran in track and field 7.15 60, 11 to 7, 100, 22.35 in the two. And the one that I like here that may be unrecognizable by some 50.08 in the 400. That's a man's race. I've seen a lot of guys that are really fast guys that, that can't run that time. Now, is it a blazing fast time for the average human being? Absolutely. Are there guys in high school that have ran faster? Yes, 
There have been. However, 50.08 in the 400, that shows a lot about the grit, the determination, the mindset that he has, and also the speed he possesses as well. That comes up on the field. Someone said he ran, he's clocked in at a 4.540. When I watch the tape, Naeem Alford runs faster than that, which is exactly what you want from a football player. Adding Naeem Alford is huge for Ohio State and building a firm foundation at this point in the cycle, but also he's a dog, man. He's a special player. And I'm glad, I'm glad he ended his recruitment right now. Well, at this point in time and committed to the Ohio State Universities. Not only is Alford special, but there are other things that impact Ohio State by this young man committing to Ohio State right now. What are they? We'll dive into that next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn Jobs isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you the access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all the work while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 48 hours. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. Ohio State has done a phenomenal job right now with their recruiting class. You have guys that I've highlighted. Is it here? Mathis, Devin Sanchez, Naeem Offord, Tavian St. Clair, Blake Woodby, Carter Lowe, Javon Boggs, Javon Boggs, and Eli Lee. That's the recruiting class. Eight guys so far currently. And if I'm a guy out there in high school currently, and I'm looking at somewhere to play football and looking to see who am I going to be going into this next university with? What kind of players are currently at that school? Who are the coaches? What is the track record of success or lack thereof at the school? And these are all factors that I'm thinking about right now. Ohio State's going to be on the list. Now, some of y'all might say, Jay, you've been hard on day. You've been hard on Ohio State. You have been hard on different things about the program. That is true. But also, when I think about what's going on right now with the Ohio State University and the recruiting, Ohio State doesn't really sometimes go for the quantity. A lot of guys. They don't, I've seen some schools out there go 25, 28, 30. And Ohio State could have done that this year. They could have added 25 to 28 to 30 guys in the previous cycle in 2024. They didn't do that. What did they do? They found the qua- the quality type of recruits, brought them into Columbus, and the rest is history. And that's one thing that Ryan Day has really emphasized lately. It has been quality of the recruits. Now, there are times you can go out there, excuse me, and get and figure out on the different recruiting databases. I normally use 247 Sports or on three to kind of get my uh, my news as far as recruiting rankings and class and things of that nature. And on three does it very well. They actually bring in and they have the listing of 
all the recruiting databases from on three to two, four, seven to ESPN to rivals and has, has them all right there on a, on a, on a uh, page for you in their own small little spreadsheet. So you can see here's what ESPN has. Here's what on three has two, four, seven. You can compare them. Weird. Another weird thing about this is I do believe on three, two, four, seven and rivals were all started by the same individual, but the formulas are all different. Now, I, I know the guy that owns it and starts it doesn't always have the the hands-on effect of it, but I would thought at some time maybe the formula would be the same, but no, he could start the same thing and alter things every place he goes. Just a different thought about the recruiting recruiting databases. And sometimes they're similar, sometimes they are not. Why? I have no idea. But back to the th- subject at hand. Ohio State has really put an emphasis on the quality of the player that they're bringing in. Um, yeah, you could say they got a – uh, uh, five-star receiver in Brandon Ennis and a uh, four-star receiver in uh, corner in Jermaine Matthews Jr. And um, Noah Rogers, a four-star. Uh, Cardinal Tate was a four-star. Not really sure why. Oh, that one really baffles me. Uh, you watch him play the football. This is via the 247 Sports Composite Rankings as well. Um, Cardinal Tate's a five-star to me. But that's the one thing I go into. Like the rankings and the star system is really confusing because to me, Tate's a five-star. Composite is a four-star, which goes in compiling all the other rankings. Why does somebody else say five? Why does somebody else say four? It's all really confusing to me. But Ryan Day has really put an emphasis on quality. And I do think right now with the way things are currently set up for Ohio State, quality is emphasized, which is huge. If you have the numbers, let's say you do have 26 to 28 guys in recruiting class every year. The numbers are good, but is it a good number and a good indicator of the quality of athlete you're bringing into the school? Not always. No. Uh-uh. No. At times, you may be sitting here like, man, look, I, I want Ohio State to do amazing things. I want Ohio State to bring in the right guys. I understand they're going to miss out on some recruits. I understand all of those things. But also, at times, I would want Ohio State to bring in more guys. but. Why? What is the desire or even maybe the need to bring in more guys than another school? These are things Ryan Day is thinking about. These are things Mark Pantone, the Ohio State GM, is currently thinking about. These are things that Tim Walton and Brian Hartline and currently now Bill O'Brien and Jim Knowles, they're all thinking about. Do we need more guys or do we need better, more quality guys on our team? Now, if you say you need more, how do you get more with the quality of athletes? That's a tricky situation. That's not easy. And the fact that Ohio State can only play at most three corners, well, generally, generally, they can play more, but generally they're only going to play three corners at one time, and you're going to bring in three guys right now that are in the top ten of the current recruiting class, and you're going to say, well, look, one of y'all, two of y'all, three of y'all could be on the class, four of y'all could be in the class, but not all of y'all are going to play. But what are you doing? Bringing in quality guys, you're getting him, er- getting, getting them in early, but the quality of athlete you're bringing in, you're bringing in three guys from the state. Cool. You're going to recruit the state heavy. Keep doing what you're doing currently. But also bringing in those guys that are elite right now, they're going to draw and pull in other elite football players to play with them. And so there's been a time in my time using hosting this podcast where I was like, Ohio State, the quality Number of athletes, no, excuse me, the quantity, not quality, the quantity of the athletes they're bringing in, I, I would love more. 
I look at Georgia, I look at Alabama, I look at Ole Miss, look at A&M, and I'm Texas A&M, and look and see, oh, well, they're bringing in X amount. Why is it Ohio State? That's not Ryan Day's philosophy. He puts an emphasis on the quality of the athlete he brings in, not only the player on the field, but also off the field, which goes into why Ohio State in the 20, let me go back to this really quickly, 2022 cycle, they brought in 21 athletes. In the 2023 cycle, they brought in 21 athletes. In the 2024 cycle, they brought in 20 athletes. Now, could that change in 2025, 2026, 2027? Absolutely. But if you stick right there, right there to the 20 and 21 mark, especially when you got players on the squad that have an extra year due to the COVID, it makes a whole lot of sense. Now, I do believe next year is going to be the first year where players will not have, after this 2024 season, where you're going to have players on the team that do not have an extra or a free year due to the COVID, things will start to get back to the way they used to be. Because with players having extra year due to the COVID, what are players, what did players do? Stayed in school. What did that do? Impact high school recruiting. What did that do? Impact how many guys into the transfer portal. What did that do? impacted a lot about how Ohio State recruited players because it's just the nature of the beast. Do you want to bring in a freshman or do you want to keep that guy as a four-year player that's been playing for a while, knows the system, and cook it to the NFL? Which one would you rather play? Do you want to play that guy that's been a three-year receiver that really hasn't been on the field at all, but he's been there, knows the program, uh, great in the classroom, great on the in the film room, great on the practice field, but just can't get on the field because of well, better players ahead of him. You want to bring, you want to keep him there, maybe, or do you want to bring in a guy who's a true freshman who has to you have to teach you everything to, especially the physical attributes and physical desires and demands of the football player at Ohio State? That's the question Ryan Day has to figure out. But currently. Ryan Day's done a good job of getting a quality, quality athletes. And when I say quality, let's look at this. 2024, the most recent cycle guys that are coming in. Yeah, you got Jeremiah Smith. Yeah, you got Edric Houston. You got Aaron Scott. You got Mylon Graham. But what do you keep on filing, finding? James People is, is not a top 100 recruit, but he's a phenomenal football player. Bryce West, not a top 100 recruit. A quality athlete, not even top 10 in this position, according to 247 Sports. But what is it? He is a guy that's a dog, and he's a guy that's in state at Glenville that you needed to get. You want to reopen that Glenville pipeline? This young man was a big part of. You got Ian Moore from Indiana, New Palestine High School. You got Peyton Pierce down there from Texas, Garrett Stover, Max LeBlanc, Miles Lockhart. Yes, they might not be top 100 kids. That does not mean they're not a quality athlete, a quality player. That's what Ryan Day has emphasized, and I do believe he's doing it once again in the 2020, in Ohio State's 2025 recruiting class. Coming up next, we discuss Tim Walton, and man, 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 why and how he keeps doing it on the recruiting trail. That's coming at you next here on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel. America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W, or two, or maybe even three. 
Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets of your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports book partner of the NFL. Thank you once again for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. Make sure you're tapped into the YouTube page. We're so close to 3,000 subscribers on the Locked on Buckeyes YouTube page. Had some shows last week that drastically impacted and boosted the subscriber account amount, but we'll need your help to get to the 3,000 mark during this week. Absolutely. The goal is this week. Didn't tell you when we were going to push that number up to three. And the goal is this week for you. We need your help to get this account, this page to 3000 subscribers. If you are an audio listener only, simply go to the YouTube on your computer, on your phone or your television to subscribe on your account for locked on Buckeyes. Guys, we have been fortunate at Ohio state to see and look at some Amazing, amazing recruiters from Brian Hartline, um, Ryan, Ryan Day with the quarterbacks. Um, Urban Meyer was a phenomenal recruiter. So many guys out there that are really good at the recruiting. Tim Walter came into Ohio State. First year coaching at Ohio State was in 2022. And what did you find? Hey, he's doing it big from the jump. Jermaine Matthews Jr., Calvin Simpson Hunt, you got Devin Sanchez, you got Naeem Alford. What are you finding? Tim Walton is out there doing it big every time he's on the recruiting trail. And I do believe he's using a tactic that a part of his resume that is really helping connect with these young athletes. Think about how much time this man spent in the National Football League. And I'm not saying his whole career was in the National Football League because it wasn't. Started coaching as a grad assistant at Bowling Green, was a running back coach at Bowling Green, DB's coach at Bowling Green, went to Memphis, was at Syracuse, was at LSU. And then from 2004 to 2021, he spent all of his time. I do believe. No, excuse me. That was not the Miami uh, that I was thinking about. From 2009 until 2021, spent all of his time in the National Football League as a DB's coach for the Lions, a D coordinator for the Rams, a cornerback coach for the Giants, a cornerback coach for the Jaguars. And I do believe that specific tactic, but also him being a guy that used to play at Ohio State, that definitely helps as well. But his time in the National Football League, connected and combined with his time playing at Ohio State, those tools are things that I do believe he is currently using on the recruiting trail. And I'm saying that as I have not been in the home of with Tim Walton, with the other coaches, when they're visiting players like Nate Moffat or Devin Sanchez or um, 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 Calvin Simpson Hunt or Dre Matthews Jr. or Aaron Scott. I don't know exactly what is being said in the room. So I'm not going to be up here and make statements like, oh, Jay knows everything, Jay knows all. I don't know. Absolutely don't know. But I do know when there's a coach out there that's been around for a while, talked to guys at the next level, worked with guys at the at the college level, and knows how to connect with guys at both levels, that's huge. 
And what is one thing that Ohio State players recruits before they commit, before they come on campus, before they wear the scarlet and gray, before they play in a, in, in the in the biggest one of the biggest stadiums in the country, before they do all of that? What is one thing they desire to play in the National Football League? And just like Will Howard said. He wants to be coached by Bill, Bill O'Brien because Bill O'Brien is not only coached as a head coach in college, he has coached as a head coach in the National Football League. He has been a coordinator at Alabama under Dick Saban. He has been a coordinator and QB coach for the Patriots and Bill Belichick. He has done a little bit of everything, and he knows better than some other coaches how to help you get to the next level and tactics that he can use with you now there will be great benefits for you in the future in the National Football League. Same thing goes with Tim Walton. If Tim Walton is who I think he might be on the recruiting trail, I'm not going to try to guess what a recruiting visit with him might be like, but I do know, hey, ma'am, you may not know me. You may not know me from Adam. You may only know my name because of your son. Sir, you may know me from doing some things when I was playing at Ohio State. But here are some things I've done in between that time of playing in the Columbus and coaching in Columbus right now. You remember that guy, Jalen Ramsey? He endorses me. That kid sitting on, on the couch is like, wait, you who? Who endorses you? You, you? you coach him? Oh, dog. You got that endorsement. That means a lot. You go back and go to the, his time with the Giants, time with the Rams, time with the Lions. It doesn't matter if you have a winning franchise. If you are impacting guys and making them better on your on the team, that is huge for youngsters at high school that want to get to that level. Because think about it. It's hard to win in the NFL. That's one thing that I look when I watch NFL football on a Sunday or a Thursday or a Monday. What's one thing that I realize that's a big that's a whole lot harder than in college? Scoring. Simply scoring. Making a field goal? Yeah. But how do you, is it hard to get to field goal range? Absolutely. What's another thing that you want that I look at consistently when it comes to scoring? Is it hard to score a touchdown? Absolutely. You're playing against the best of the best in the world at the professional level. So, yes, it's hard. And if you don't think it's hard, watch a quarter of football in the National Football League, and I think your opinion might be swayed. It's very hard. I watch a lot of Colts football, not as much as I used to, but I do watch quite a bit. And one thing that I do and I realize when they score, it hits a whole lot different and harder than it does when Ohio State scores. Because it's hard, harder to score in the NFL than it is to score in college. A whole lot harder. So you keep that in mind. Tim Walton and what he did with the Lions and the Rams and the and the Giants and the Jaguars, what he did there translates with the techniques into communication. And his time spent in the National Football League, that translates and hits home with young men that are in high school that want to play at the next level but need to be coached by a guy that can get them there. Just like people view Brian Hartline as being one of the best recruiters in the country. I won't say the best. That's a very big, broad, very big uh, dynamic and statement. I'm not, I'm not going that far, but I will say this. 
Brian Harlan has a phenomenal track record. Tim Walton, his resume is being currently written for him, by him. And what is it saying? He can develop guys, and he can recruit at a high level. What does Ryan Day want from his position coaches or any coach on his staff? Can you coach? Can you develop guys? And can you recruit at a high level? And what does Tim Walton do at a high level? Both of those things, which is why he's still on staff, which is why he's got three of the top 10 players in the current recruiting cycle. And and if Matt Guerrero needs some help recruiting safeties, there's a good chance he may get some tips from old Tim Walton, Ohio State's cornerback coach. Out of here on a Monday, guys. Love being back. Love this show. Got a lot more good stuff coming your way. Make sure you subscribe and follow Locked on Buckeyes on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your fine podcast. Also, we're so close to 3,000 subscribers on the YouTube. Help us get there. We need your help. If you have not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. If you had not smashed the like button on this video, smash that thing. If you have not left a comment on this video, leave one right now. In the meantime, make sure you check out Locked On Sports today. It is the place to get all the sports news you want every single day in 20 minutes or less. Check out Locked On Sports today. Make that your second listen or second watch on this fine Monday in February in 2024. We're out of here on a Monday, Buckeye fans. We will see you next time.